Good morning. This is Minnesota River Valley Master Gardener, Barb Lampson. And with me this morning is my fellow Master Gardener. Karen Wright. Hey, Karen. It's that time of the year. You might be thinking about, should I get a fresh tree or should I put up an artificial one? And boy, there's lots of things to consider. And all Christmas, the fresh ones aren't all the same. You certainly want to go with an open mind. And one of the best things you can do when you're looking for a tree is to find one in a tree lot that's not bagged up. When they put that bag, that netting around them, how can you tell what the tree is going to look like? Yeah, because one of the most important things is to make sure you find a healthy tree. Right. And a way to find that out is to run a branch through your light, do a lightly enclosed hand. And if the branch loses a lot of needles, the tree is not healthy or it's been cut for too long. And you can also check the branch to see if it's brittle because brittle branches, of course, are a sign sure. of unhealthy trees. So that's one thing. Make sure it's healthy, first of all. Yeah. And the needles on a healthy branch, when you run your hand through them, they will bend. They won't break off. They'll right. bend. So they're nice and soft. They usually will have a certain amount of aroma to them as well. So if they haven't been cut too long. And one of the things is before you go out, make sure you measure how much room you have. There's yeah. <laughs> nothing worse than going out in the lot and you see this tree and of course you look at it and go, oh, look, this looks just beautiful. And you get it home and it's too tall or something and it doesn't fit. So then you cut it and it doesn't look as nice. So measure that space, get one that's the appropriate size. Seriously, because we did that on the farm. We were like, oh, let's get this one. And you know, you cut sure. it down, you get it home. Oops. <laughs> the first tree that we went out to a place where you pick it out in the field and then yeah. you cut it down or they help you cut it down. It didn't fit in our holder that we put it in, you know, that they only can expand so far. And here we are with this gorgeous tree with this big trunk on it, and it wouldn't fit in that for love nor money. And you know, the other thing is to make sure your base can hold a lot of water because those trees suck up a lot of water. In fact, I think there was a formula I saw, it keeps it well watered, otherwise they can dry out and they can be a fire hazard. They say fresh trees will drink about a quart of water per inch of trunk diameter. So if your tree is uh, four inches in diameter, it will take about one gallon of water per day. So you want to make sure that your your base is sturdy enough. I remember we've got some that are a little smaller and they just got a little teeny bit for water. Make sure you get one that's going to be the right size. Another thing I just learned from a friend of mine who has similar breathing problems like I have, she said that She was reading this article about not only does the evergreen have pollen, but they also have collected pollen from all these other trees out there. Uh So you're bringing that into your home too. So you might have to be careful and maybe have an artificial one, even though you'd rather prefer it. It'd be nice to have a a real one. Yes, yes. I had to settle for that. And a big tree takes a lot of room. Right. And you fold it up, you put it in this box, and then the box almost takes up a closet by itself. So that is a drawback, but at least you can breathe. And so my poor daughter, when we go there, she has to have an artificial tree too. And she says, well, okay, mom, if we're going to have an artificial tree, you're going to put it together, you're going to decorate it, (laughs) and you can take it down again. And I said, oh, that'll that'll be just fine. I love decorating the tree. Well, and if you're considering what kind of tree to get, if you are getting a real one, Barb, they say the Scots pine is going to be the most economical, and they tend to have the best needle retention. So that's one to keep in mind. And they're also good 
if you use heavy ornaments because some don't have sure. as strong of branches and what you want to avoid the smell one of the strongest christmas tree smell is the balsam fir which of course a lot of people love that christmas yes, tree smell do. but they they're very strong smelling and they're usually mid-range in price and have a bit of a silvery tinge but their branches don't support a lot of weight so if you have heavy ornaments you want to be aware of that and Fraser firs also have a great scent, but they tend to be more expensive, and they've got the sturdiest branches of all the firs. I was checking prices on these, Karen. Yes. And, of course, this is online, but that Fraser fir, $459. What? Yeah. How tall? It's, you know, for a fresh Fraser. Yeah. It's a six-footer, but, oh, my goodness, they can get very, very costly. So... You're absolutely right, Karen. Know what you want before you go out to get it, and then just keep shopping till you find it. Well, if you'd like more information about trees or gardening, contact your extension service. This is Barb Lampson along with Karen Wright. Wishing you happy gardening.